Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Bedrock City Presents Uncanny Universe Podcast. And on this week's episode, we are talking about uh, a new release movie, amazingly enough, uh, straight to video, straight to streaming. But uh, here we are. We're going to review Mortal Kombat Scorpion's Revenge. We're going to go ahead and get this thing going. What's going on, guys? It's Ron. This is Dylan. And I'm Michael. So, and Dylan, we are on Zoom right now. Dylan's over here wilding. He's a pickle. Uh, earlier, he was a potato. So if we just laugh randomly in the middle of I'll this, stay pickle, stay pickle. Who out there got a motorcycle or something outside their house? Wild. Not me. Okay. Um, all right. Anyway, uh, so yeah, we are. Uh, there's a lack of new movies coming out, but we're going with uh, the newest of the new. We literally watched it today. It came out today, or well, it depends on where you, where you live, where it came out. But uh, it's very new this week. Uh, yeah. Mortal Kombat Scorpion's Revenge animated movie. But uh, before we go any further, we got to make sure we remember our uh, uh, Pickle of the Week. Now we're supposed to just leave? What happened? It's a mess. No, we'll just do it differently every week. Just like real life. Okay. Dylan, if, if, if there was someone holding that fork, it, it, the, Dylan's doing the filter where it looks like he's eating ramen. The bowl looks real. It kind of does, right? Right. The fork doesn't. The bowl don't look real, though. Yeah, it does. We need to start recording these. Oh, I mean, I can. I, I have the. I mean, I. It it automatically records the video. Uh, I just don't use it. Wow, this is something. Okay, anyway, so as uh, as our pickle of the weeks have been going lately uh, with this quarantine pickles, um, there's no new comics coming out, so we're pulling something off the shelf. Uh, I am picking Penguin Pain and Prejudice, a classic. Well, not, I say classic. It's like ten years old. Um, DC trade. Uh, I think it's five issues. Uh, great Penguin miniseries. It's a lot of fun. Word. Ron? Ron. Cool. Uh, I'm picking uh, Planetary, uh, book one by uh, Warren Ellis, a bunch of artists. Okay. Uh, it's uh, one, of the, one of the other book club books this month, next month, three months from now. So okay. yeah, I'm excited to read it. Awesome. I am picking New Mutants, the complete collection by Zeb Wells. It is, I've had this for a while and I started reading it, but I never got through it. Not because it was bad, just because, I don't know, stuff came up. But sure. I figured it's time to start researching for the movie that's not coming out, you know? I mean, not coming out. It'll drop. It'll drop soon. I mean, we'll get there in the news. Um, I didn't add it because we already had New Mutants news on there, but uh, I, I was reading an article about people... Uh, suggesting that it might actually come out on Disney Plus. No, no, I don't no, no way, is a, no way on Disney Plus. But you I mean, know. you you never know; it could be Hulu. <gasps> but anyway, um, this is the part of the show where we'd like to remind everyone to please head over to iTunes and leave us a five star review. It really helps us out, and it helps new people find the show. It will also help us achieve our 2020 goal of getting Rotten Tomatoes verified. Once we hit 200 reviews, we will start affecting the rankings of the films that we review, including Mortal Kombat, I guess. So do us a favor and go do it. Um, so, yes, we don't know how these power rankings are going to work this year, but uh, we're, all, we're all in this boat together. Um, events. Uh, let's talk about uh, all of the events that we're not having. <laughs> uh, I have a lot of stuff, actually. So um, if you're part of our Discord server, um, feel free to join. A link is posted up on Facebook. It's on our Twitter bio. Twitter's uh, BRC Uncanny. Um, and our Discord server is for everybody, not just for the game people. 
we have comic stuff and music and movies and TV. We talk about everything on there. Uh, but we do uh, organize um, RPG nights and Keyforge, and we've been running three RPGs a week uh, and Keyforge one, Keyforge once a week. It's been a lot of fun. That is freaky, Dylan. I don't even know about all that. That's wild. I I, I can I can ignore most of these filters, but then I'm that really one, impressed actually. That one when you it replaces your eyes with your mouth. That's that's wild. Okay. What is anyway, this this is where we're at, man. Uh, can't leave my my dang house. Uh, oh my god, I'm just gonna turn it away. Clicking away from Zoom for a minute. Uh, anyway, so yeah, um, we've been running typically uh, Monday, Wednesday, Thursday for RPGs. Uh, Monday and Thursday are paid to play. Uh, make a purchase from the website, uh, and you can get it shipped to your house. If you live in the uh, uh, well, if you live out of Houston and you don't want to get it shipped, don't pay shipping. Enter promo code Uncanny at checkout, and you can get. Uh, we'll hold it for you till we reopen. Um, and I'm I'm running Call of Cthulhu pretty much every Monday, and it's going really well. But uh, we have a free game every Wednesday as well. Uh, anyway, that's it for our, our uh, events. Uh, what I done did, which I'll do. I'll, I'll go first. Oh, wait, I have an event. Oh, you have an event? Yeah, well, kind of. Okay. A virtual event. Oh. We're doing our very first um, Facebook Live sale. Ooh. On Wednesday evening. So I can't. Is I don't it know this, the exact this coming release day? Yeah, so tonight. Cool. Right? Yeah. Yeah. I'm not sure exactly when it'll be, and by the time I'm saying you're hearing this, it'll be everywhere, it will be you know? But I think it's like 6 p.m., 7 p.m. around there. But we have tons of cool comics that were that are like cheaper than they normally are, than they are on the website, you know? Nice. And we'll just be selling them on Facebook Live. And you just like comment. They're, they're each on little stands with letters, and you just comment with what letter you claim, and you can claim the comic. It's going to be super easy. Is it auction style or just a... Uh... It's not an auction. It's just a... Uh, First like come, first price. That's yeah. Cool. Neat. I saw a preview of the uh, some of the uh, comics on for, uh, on offer. There's some good ones. Yeah. There's like a whole range too. There's, it's not like just high dollar golden age stuff. You know, there's like $10 books too. So Yeah. Super cool. Super dope. Um, what I done did, um, I got into the Valorant beta, uh, which is very exciting. It's the uh, Ooh. Uh, Valorant. You know that? Mm-mm. Oh, it's it's uh, the new Counter Strike clone from uh, Riot, the people that do League League of Legends. Okay. And the way you get into the beta is wild, Ron. You know how to get in the beta? You heard about this? Yeah, it's, a, it's yeah, so, I heard it's crazy. So you can't just like typically you just request, send an email, and then you'll get approved, and you get it, you download it, and then you're in. This one, it's all integrated with Twitch, so you have to make a Riot account because I don't play League. So I had to make a Riot account. Then you link your Twitch to your Riot. Then you have to stream, watch people play Valorant, the game that you're trying to play. Uh, and if it's a top streamer, they'll have something, a tag on there that says drops enabled. And then that lets you hopefully get picked to to be in the beta. It took three days of just leaving Twitch on, streaming Pokimane and whoever else is playing this game all the time. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, eventually I got in. I played it twice. It's really good. I like it. It's hard. I'm terrible at it. If you saw us on Twitch playing it last week or whatever day that was, who knows? Um, I'm terrible, but it's it's really fun. I would like to play it, but it's it's PC only, so right. How hot it is. I I know. I know. Well, I mean, you don't have a laptop, right? You have a Chromebook. I got Chromebook. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Uh, but I did that. Uh, been playing all these RPGs, running KeyForge. Been staying busy. 
How about you, Ron? What you what you what you done did? Uh, I haven't done the drive through. I'll tell yeah. you that was what happened, dude. Oh my! So I'll tell that story. I guess. Yeah, tell. Uh, Dylan didn't hear this. On the way to record, I was like, "Cool, I'm gonna go stop and get something to eat because I'm starving." Uh, pull up in Jack in the Box. There's about three cars ahead of me, which is fine. Shouldn't take that long. I pull up to the window, and the the cashier's like freaking out for some reason. And then she calls her manager over. And he's like, uh, the computer shut down. Ooh. Everything's just shut down. So I was like, oh, I guess I'm not going to eat there. And I just pull off. So there you go. That's nice. I didn't pay for it yet. So. so Ron's doing this show hungry. Yeah, dog. No, no. No, no. That's how I be sometimes. You don't did anything else, Ron? But other than that, no, I haven't done anything. I've been chilling. Reading comics. The whole nine. Oh, yeah. You been playing Apex? You are look. I do that all the time. Right. How much? Not a day I don't play Apex, huh? How much you've been playing? More, more uh, than usual not, or less than usual? Actually, less uh, since I've been uh, hanging out with the with the girl. So I'm just sure. <laughs> That's a nice uh, headband you got, Dylan. Headband. Uh huh. Are you trying to be a whole headband, Dylan? What you done did? Um. I don't know. I did. I watched a lot. Of, I feel like it's just every week. It's just like I watched a lot of TV. You know. Yeah. Yeah. I watched Devs. Caught up on that. Is that good? I, uh, it's really, really good. You have to watch it. Okay. You must. Okay. You're gonna get bored. You're gonna get bored at some point. I mean, um, I'm already bored. Okay. No, now's the time. It's on Hulu. Okay. I fixed on Hulu. Like I said, it's only on episode eight. I think it's just about to finish. Okay. Um. I we're playing Control. I really like that game. It was on yeah, sale. Cool yeah. It was really fun. The game's supposed to be good. Also, update, have y'all watched Dave yet? Not no. Dave. Dave. Y'all need to no. watch Dave. Ron, I'll, watch, I'll watch I watch Dave if you watch Dev. Dev. I'm gonna watch Devs. I wanted to watch it since I saw it. Well, I wanted to watch Dave. Oh. Alright then. <laughs> <laughs> I uh I don't know, man. I mean, I like Dude, Dave. Diggy, no, but, uh, Dave's hilarious. Bro. I like Little Diggy, but I don't know if like, I got time for that. It's a good thirty-minute episode. You know, it's good. good stuff. Okay, um, I think that's all I done. Did I don't think I've done anything else exciting. I mean, I haven't left the house hardly at all. So, same. Yeah, you know, you know how we do. But anyway, let's move on to the news. Um, San Diego Comic Con likely to be canceled due to COVID nineteen, but organizers considering. A uh, online component. Um, I, I looked away and Dylan's. <laughs> I was looking at my other monitor and I come back and Dylan's looks like uh, Warcraft. Oh, what's going on? I don't know. Um, I'm so sorry. According to San Diego Tourism Authority, uh, Joe T- uh, Terzi, uh, it's highly unlikely that a gathering this size will be able to take place in July given the current social distancing measures. Well, it sounds like they're already in the process of figuring out how to go about calling the whole thing off. Um, they are evaluating any financial liability they might have with a, con- a cancellation, uh, and once they determine that, they'll make a decision. Based on our knowledge of the event, it will be very difficult for them to have that event in July. With other events, you could do things to keep people separate, but Comic-Con is a whole different animal. It's a massive sea of people. Um, that obviously sucks. That's um, a bummer, yeah. dude. Yeah. I was wanting to go this year. There's There's a lot of conventions that are moving or getting canceled i know um we talked origins, about that we, did, we did origins game fair in i've been there a lot 
in Ohio, Columbus, Ohio, is normally in June. They're moving to November, but they're also doing an online component. They're doing That's cool. some sort of online, I don't know, whatever they're doing. And Texas Frightmare Weekend is in May. I, want, I wanted to go to that, but that is getting just completely canceled, but they're doing an online. So there's a lot of online convention stuff this year. I don't know how that works. I don't know what the plans are. It's, well, remember how they, I know you guys didn't watch them, but they did, for Brazil Comic Con, they did like, we talked about them, like they did live streams for the Wonder Woman panel and. That's right. One other panel, I can't remember what it was, but it was like basically exactly like a big presentation, but just live streamed it. So maybe they could do something like that, you know, if, if people can get together, but not large groups, you know, by yeah. late July, maybe they could do that. Yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah. I mean,. I mean, what well, we still don't know, right? You know, we 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 get, we're we're still kind of early in this, right? Because we're only April twelfth, we're two weeks into April, so. Yep. Um. Anyway, Disney things, Plus things change every day. Yeah, right? Disney Plus hits fifty million subscribers worldwide just five months after launching. Five is in all caps. That's why I emphasize it like that. Ooh. Just five think, months after launching. Yeah, I think this is because of coronavirus that they got a bunch of subscriptions. I think it. It definitely, it definitely helped. helped. Yeah, absolutely. Um, they were hoping to reach around 60 million subscribers for Disney Plus by 2024, but the newly launched streaming service has exceeded all expectations and hit 50 million paid subscribers after five months. Yeah, I mean, it's... Oh, paid subscribers. Yeah, so that's got to be... That, I mean, I want to know how much of that signed up in the last two weeks. Yeah, for sure. You well, so, I went, so, like, I was telling you all last week that Verizon had a deal where you get it free for a month. Right. Yeah. Or sorry, not a month, a year. So I'm wow. curious if like Is that counted? I mean, I, I yeah, bet that's counted? counted. You think I so? I bet it is. Yeah. I would think so. They want to put out the best number they can, you know? Of course. Not for sure. It's like what? um I've told the story before, oh, but it's like yeah. um Prince, uh when he released an album uh named called Musicology. Uh it was a very good album, but either way, um he roll he gave a, a copy of the album away with every concert ticket sold. And that okay. counted on Billboard. Sure. And this album came out in like the 2000s, well after sure, anybody sure. was caring about Purple Rain. You know what I mean? Sure. Yeah, but yeah, he yeah. had a number one album because everyone was going to go see Purple Rain. They didn't necessarily care about the new Prince album, but they sure. got a free copy of it, so it counted as a sale. So maybe was that was he like one of the first people to do that? Uh, probably. That's really common now, you know. Is it getting the album for sure? Interesting. With like big name artists, they they almost all do that. And it just counts as part of the. As their, mm-hmm. their their billboard rank or whatever. Yep. Um, I I'm not really watching Disney Plus at all though right now. There's not a lot of. I've gone through all the content that I care about. I watch Onward. Onward was good. I don't know if I talked about that last week or not. But uh, no, you didn't. You, you were going to. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, Onward was awesome. Yeah, that, that, show, that movie's good. Yeah, I want to watch it. But um, did you know it has D and D in it? <laughs> yes, Dude, I did. You'd love like it. D&D. Um. Hellraiser reboot, God. Uh, Hellraiser reboot lands the Nighthouse director and writing team. Um, Spyglass Media uh, has hired the filmmaking team behind Sundance Film Festival sen- sensation The Nighthouse to tackle the new uh, take on Clive Barker's Hellraiser. That is, uh, David Bruckner of VHS and Southbound will direct, while Ben Collins and Luke uh, Piotrowski will pen the screenplay. The story is being mapped out by David Boyer. Oh. We know him. Yeah, we do. I mean, look, I love Clive Barker. He's my favorite author. And I like Hellraiser fine. But I don't, I'm not, 
part of the big like Hellraiser cult. You know, like it's, I don't think that's his best work. How and, many are there? Like ten? Um, well, he uh, nine at least. He did the first two, and then he has zero input on anything past the second one. Um, and the first two are the only ones that are really, I think, any good. Um, apparently, some I haven't watched them all though. I stopped after like five. Apparently, they get okay later, but I don't know. Um, I don't know. Well, it's, this seems it, like it's it's these like it has good parts. Horror reboots are more, yeah, you know, theatrical now. I think than yeah, sure. It's not going to be like Hellraiser ten. It's going to be like a right. It'll be budget, like it'll be like, like Halloween, right? Like Jamie, the new one, right? Yeah, probably not that good though. Well, yeah, I don't expect it to be that good, but I mean, I'll definitely go see it. I will support any Clive Barker projects. I don't know if he has any involvement on this. Um, probably not. Um, Fede Alvarez attached to helm zombie pandemic thriller Sixteen States. Uh, <laughs> Don't Breathe and Evil Dead remake director Fede Alvarez has signed on to helm the project. And the script was written, written by uh, John Requa and Glenn Ficarra, Jungle Oh God, of Jungle Cruise, and This Is Us. Mm. Mm. Uh, the plot is said to have, quote, shades of the Will Smith zombie movie I Am Legend. Uh, focuses <laughs> on a mother attempting to reach her family at the center of a pandemic, which turns, out, which turns people into zombies. But will Will Smith be in it? No, no, definitely not. Well, I'm not watching it. Cool bit. And uh, this uh, this article says uh, the remake director he directed Don't Breath, not Don't Breathe. So I want to you know pat myself on the back for catching that correctly. Yeah, you got that. Yeah, right. Um, Bro, are you? Like, I, don't, I don't know. I don't a whole chicken? I don't really care. Dylan's a, a chicken out of an egg now. Happy Easter, y'all. <laughs> Happy Easter. Happy dang Easter. We're recording this on Easter. Yes, we are. Oh, yeah, that's right. I forgot. Uh, I mean, I'm, I have like no conception of time. Oh, dude, it's wild. I yeah, thought it was like Tuesday or something. Oh. But meanwhile, people out there going to HEB going wild. Like, oh, I got to get all my Easter stuff. Like, calm down. Do you? That's crazy. Bro, but you go tomorrow, got to be get at them, least 7% off. Get them Reese's eggs, boy. Oh, you already know. Because you know they had those orders put in before this. So they're going to have a ton already, of They got a ton, son. Yeah, a ton, son. Um, I, I love this headline. Um, I love that that's what he's known. He's credited as is the Suicide Squad star John Cena teasing a big screen adaptation of Exo Manowar? Is he? It, you I already mean, know. Is he a Suicide Squad star? I mean, yeah, of course. I think John Cena's only credit is WWE superstar and not actor in any movie. Bro, he was in a uh, what was that movie? Twelve Strikes or something. He was, in, he was in blockers. <laughs> yeah. And um, that fire, it, that firefighting movie. It seems WWE superstar turned Hollywood actor. John Cena is a fan of Valiant's Exo Manowar. Apparently, I'm sure he is. Uh, as he recently used Instagram to share some artwork from the comic book series. This came shortly after his memorable Firefly Funhouse match at WrestleMania. It would uh, certainly be fitting for a role John's, uh, for John Cena after wrapping filming on the likes of Suicide Squad and Fast 9. Uh, he notes on in his Instagram bio, "Welcome to my Instagram. These images will be posted without explanation for your interpretation. Enjoy." I mean, Bro, that's fine. He was in Trainwreck. He was in Trainwreck. He was in Bumblebee. Oh, that's right. Yeah. He was in the Marine. He's not going to be the Rock. I'm sorry. He's not the Marine. I forgot about that. He, he's in Daddy's many, Home too. Do you know how many the Marines they made? They made at least like four. 
Did they really? Yeah. Cause That's the, a franchise? Yes. Is it always so, WWE people? Yes. Uh, the Miz, Dean Ambrose, maybe Randy Orton. I don't remember who else, but there have been at least three. I'm pretty sure more than more than that, though. Oh, look at that cool kid. This is... <laughs> This is a, like a big sidetrack, but did you hear that people are mad at Ronda Rousey? Did you see that? Yes. No. I'm sure Michael saw it. I, I have was, seen she was trending. She was trending on Twitter for a it's while. All over wrestling Twitter. Yes. Go ahead. I need you to. I need you to explain it to me. Okay. Can Can you tell because me? Because she said. Yeah. She said, she's mad at them for whatever reason. She's mad at the fans, but they're uh-huh. mad at her for saying it was. She said that WWE is quote fake fighting for fun. Yes. And they're like, it's not fake. The stunts are real. Like. And they got really mad at her, but like it is fake fighting for fun, right? Like there's a, right. I mean, yes, an it's, outcome. It's, right. So it, see that. But they were really triggered by her saying it was fake. Okay. So well, because fake. Not to get into this this whole thing, but the 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 term fake has always been very pejorative to professional wrestling, um, because it's not fake. It is predetermined. But <laughs> all the, I mean, it, it's it's as fake as CSI, right? Like it's you, yeah it as a television show and not as a sporting event um but tell, those are fake too you know i don't think it's a bad well, thing is it well yeah i mean why does it have to have a negative connotation because no one says no one watches csi and goes oh that's so fake right yeah like it's it's a dig at wrestling um when when you truly understand what wrestling is wrestling is not about you know uh simulating sports it's about you know no, it's the, 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 drama, it's part, the drama of it all. It's, it's all about uh, the the best parts of shown in anime, um, you know, or stuff like that. Um, Harold May, the CEO of New Japan Pro Wrestling, he says it pretty well. He says wrestling is like a movie, um, except the match is the last ten minutes. It's the fight scene. It's like all the stuff leading up to it is the rest of the movie. You know, the interviews, the stuff, all this. It's it, so you're fast forwarding to the good part where you know you see the the you know blah blah blah. Um, but yeah, the, the tweet from Ronda Rousey says, uh, "Good night, hashtag Rowdy one, <laughs> Rowdy ones, and Jabroni marks without a life that you don't know it's a work when you work a work and you work yourself into a shoot marks." It's the most. What? That's the most meta thing in the world. Okay, so first of all, work is the wrestling term for uh, when a wrestler is lying to the audience. Like, you know, we're working. That like, I, it's a worked punch. You know, I'm not really huh. punching you. It's a worked punch. We're working. Okay. I'm not, we're not fighting. We're working. Uh, and then a mark is derogatory term for fans. And okay, I and, understood nothing of what you said. Right. Yeah. So she she's she well that tweet itself. Uh, don't know what's a work when you work a work and work yourself into a shoot. Marks a shoot is a real fight, not a work. The opposite of a work. It's th- that itself is too meta, and I know she's just trolling at this point because. That is a parody on an old Hulk Hogan tweet where he 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 gets mad at fans for, quote, working themselves into a shoot, which means getting upset over things that are fake. OK, so Ronda cool. Rousey is essentially trolling on Twitter and wrestling. That wasn't what people what I saw people were mad at, but oh, maybe she's it? just like poking. Maybe she's just poking them now. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's how she ended it. Yes. Okay. Um, yeah, I'm looking at it now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fake fighting. I mean, she's coming back, so I think oh, yeah, she's, she's doing this to get heat. You know, she says she's not coming back full time, though. Well, I like matter. how this has become a talking point for us, but I thought that's it was what they all say. Yeah, right. I mean, I would. Much it, re- I really don't know if I'm a if I am someone like Ronda Rousey or 
anybody who does any like quote legitimate fighting like ufc or mma or anything i would much rather work pro wrestling because it's a very similar payday it's a very similar athletic outlet and a much lower chance of getting permanent injured permanently injured Most yeah a lot safer definitely. yeah i mean it's still and it seems more fun too absolutely uh, but anyway so there's that's our that's our wrestling cast um speaking of wrestling actually dylan I'll ask you since you're on, well, you're both on Twitter, but have you seen anything about this uh, WrestleMania 36? Um, I don't know if you know, like it was all, it was pre-taped over multiple days, hosted by Rob Gronkowski. It was wild. What? Yes. Uh, (laughs) But The Undertaker had a match called a Boneyard match and it was filmed like a movie. It was like 30 minutes and it was like at some farm and it was wild. I don't know if you've seen any stuff about it, but it's really cool. I did not. It's it's worth checking out. It's probably his last match. But it's very sci-fi channel. Okay. If you if you know what I mean, like it's like yeah, a Sharknado or... situation. Um. Yeah. I mean, just like bad effects, and it looks kind of. I mean, they put a lot of effort into it, but you know, it doesn't look expensive. It's fun okay. to watch. But anyway, um. By the way, the Marine. There were six. The Marine. Oh my lord. There's the Marine. Then the Marine Two, uh, starring Ted DiBiase Jr. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Yep. The Marine 3, also known as the Marine Homefront, starring The Miz. Uh, the Marine 4, Moving Target, starring The Miz. Then the the Marine 5, Battleground, starring The Miz. And then the Marine, Marine 6. Three? Yeah. If, no, he was also in Marine 6, starring The Miz. And Becky, Bro, he was in four Marine movies? He was in. Jesus. Yeah, dude. I, th- I swear Dean Ambrose was, within, was in one of these movies, but I guess I'm wrong. Those have to be cameos or something, right? No, he's the no, he's like the, the star. I mean, it's it's WWE Pictures, like it's their movie. WWE Studios, I should say. That's crazy. I mean, they're all direct to video, you know. It's something. No, it's... the first one came out like theaters. No, yeah, yeah, the first one was a real movie. Okay, did it? Okay. Yeah, the Marine with John Cena. Yeah, dog. Yeah, that was in theaters. The first one was definitely in theaters. I definitely saw that movie in theaters. Didn't make any money back in that hype. Back oh, when I... I was all about wrestling. I, I had it wrong. The movie with Dean Ambrose was Twelve Rounds Three, not yeah, the, no, yeah, yeah. I didn't think also was in Twelve Rounds. Was he? I yeah, don't even he, know what Twelve Rounds is. It's a, it's the Marine. Okay, <laughs> okay, got it. Well, that's what we should do. We should just do WWE Studios Month, where we oh my watch lord, please all the yes. <laughs> all this garbage. Do you ever see that horror movie with Kane? See no evil. No. No, I I wanted to. They had a uh, one of the uh, supernatural boys in it. Did they really? Uh huh. Huh. Hmm. I'm looking at all these movies. God, uh, they've made a lot. I'm looking. At I didn't their... know Cino Evil was a wrestling movie though. A WWE movie. Yes, I'm pretty sure it is. I, I mean, I could be wrong. It might just have Kane in it. No, it is. It's WWE Studios, distributed Which... by Lionsgate. It was in theaters though. Yeah, no, it definitely can't. Yeah, yeah, definitely... I remember that movie. Yeah, well, I'm I'm looking at this list here, and it it it, in, it includes all the, like their animated movies too, so that doesn't count. That, that doesn't count because they do a bunch of movies like with Scooby Doo and stuff. The, yeah, Jetsons, yeah. the Jetsons go to WrestleMania, surfs up to WrestleMania. But anyway, uh, moving on, Atomic Blonde two reportedly in early development for Netflix. Charlize Theron expected to return. Okay, mm. we 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 reviewed this. I don't know, two years ago, three years ago, whenever this came out. And, Is uh, I on that? Yeah. Yes. No, I don't think so. I have no clue. 
Um, it's kind of I, a forgettable movie. It is. I remember. I always have this movie linked up with Valerian because we yep. do them back to back. I think. Yep. Or maybe know. even maybe even one show. Maybe we did both. I it's might a have been one show, yeah. It it might have been. I I didn't like it. I I didn't like the first movie. It was okay. I, I mean, it was fine, I guess. But I've I've never watched it since. And I have no oh, desire to. Sure, yeah, I've never watched it again. Though. And it's what's what's the comic called? Like the coldest planet or something? The coldest winter. Coldest winter. Either way, um, something not, like that. It's not known if the production company Eight Seven Eleven uh, or Eighty Seven Eleven, who's in the process of developing a live action ad- adaptation of The Division for video game for Netflix, will be involved. But the original producer, Kelly McCormick, is expected to return. It's also assumed that Theron and Leach, uh will be back. But we'll, We'll await official confirmation on that front. All right. I don't know. Cool. Yeah. Whatever. I'll watch it. I mean, I'll watch it too. We'll, well, I mean, we'll review it probably. We did the first one and it's, and it's a comic book adaptation, so why not? Um, I don't understand. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, I don't see how it made. Did it make enough money? To... It didn't. That's why they didn't like fast track a sequel. But sure. I think David Leach is that guy, one of the directors from Keanu Reeves, not from Keanu Reeves, from John Wick. Oh. Yes, and like, and like they split up, and this guy went to do Atomic Blonde, and the other one went to did something else. But um, yeah, but he does action, and I remember the, liking the action in it. You know, no, the action's yeah. good. I really do like the whole formula, like the whole recipe for this movie. You know, yeah. So I'm not, I'm not mad you at like the sequel. It? No, okay, I didn't like it, but like I, the ingredients were there. You know what I mean? Right. You should have liked it. Like mm-hmm. on paper, it sounds like something that's up your alley. I agree. Like I like the aesthetic, I like the idea, I like the people in it. I just it's very forgettable. Um, Suicide Squad director David Ayer says Harley Quinn's story uh, story arc was quote eviscerated for political reasons. Um, it's no secret that huge changes were made to Suicide Squad after the response to Batman v Superman: Dawn of Justice, and director David Ayer has now weighed in on how that affected Harley Quinn. Sadly, her story arc was eviscerated. It was her movie in so many ways. Look, I tried. I rendered Harley Quinn comic book accurate. Everything is political now. Everything. I just want to. Enter- I just want to entertain. I will do better. I don't know. What does that mean? I, that's that sounds like. Okay, well, the first part of it, I think it just sounds like he's trying to pass the buck on making a bad movie. Is what oh, I. Oh yeah, most definitely. Uh, yeah. Second part, the everything is political part. I think that's sort of like the. Todd Phillips you know, triggered edgelord mentality of like, I can't say anything because everybody gets offended, blah, blah, blah. I think that I, that's how I read that. I don't know about y'all. It sounds like, maybe I'm reading into it, but it sounds like he wanted to do the like animated series Harley, like Joker's girlfriend style thing, you know? Yeah. And then they told him now, like, that's not cool anymore. And then this is what we got. And he's blaming it on that. I can't think of anything else that would like be political red tape, you know, that would hold him back from doing a different story for her. Yeah, I don't know. I, 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 I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't like David Ayer really, anyway. Um, well, we got the gun sequel, so. Hey, I'm not excited. <laughs> Dis- okay. Disney's Robin Hood live action remake in development from blind spotting director. A live adaptation of Disney's 1973 retelling of Robin Hood. First of all, I'm stopped there. So, is it is it a remake? Is it a live action remake of the animated movie, which is an adaptation of a of the? Yes, it's going to yes, be like Lion, Lion King CGI, like a CGI fox. Is it really? Mm-hmm. 
Huh. Huh. <laughs> it's not oh. just another Robin Hood movie. Okay. I mean, all right. I, I loved that movie when I was a kid. I loved that line, uh, that uh, whatever you call it, Robin Hood. I loved it. I don't. I haven't watched it as an adult, so I can't. It's just like very unnecessary, you know. It's all oh, yep. It is unnecessary. Like more more so than other Disney remakes, because like it's Robin Hood. Like it's been done so many times, and this time it's just a fox version. So like, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. And it's gonna be like I feel like we're gonna tread the same ground as Lion King, and it'll be a little bit different and cool visuals, but subpar. Very, you know? very mediocre. Yeah, sure. Um. Taika Waititi and Tessa Thompson tease details about Thor Love and Thunder on Instagram. Uh, director Taika Waititi uh, hosted a live screening party on Instagram for his uh, Instagram live for his film Thor Ragnarok. And he teased that he was going to have a special guest and that was Valkyrie herself, Tessa Thompson, who hinted at some details about the sequel Thor Love and Thunder. She said that there is a script for Thor Love and Thunder. How many times can I say Thor Love and Thunder? Um, <laughs> and she has read the latest draft. YTT confirms and said that they are about four or five drafts in on the fourth installment of the franchise. Uh, he said that the sequel isn't going to be a, quote, run-of-the-mill movie, and that it is going to up the ante when it comes to out of the out-of-this-world nature of Thor Ragnarok. He joked, quote, it's like 10-year-olds told us what should be in a movie, and we said yes to every single thing. Cool. That's. I mean, I, I am very excited for this movie. It's going to be great. Yeah. I'm, I mean, it's only, I have yeah. No doubts. I'm glad right. it's still chugging along. You know, like it's actually happening and they're working yeah. on it. Um, did you guys watch this Instagram thing at all? No, I did not. I, I didn't even know about it. Oh, they just um, it was like a watch along with he put on Thor Ragnarok and it was like a watch along, like a director's commentary kind of. But That's he cool. had a Mark Ruffalo joined. And Tessa Thompson, obviously, and it was pretty cool. It was funny. Um, That's neat. They didn't talk too much about Thor Love, Thor Love and Thunder, but yes, Thor Love and Thunder. Thank it's you. you can go back and watch it. I think it's saved. So like, if you're really bored, you can put on Thor Ragnarok again and get like a whole new director's commentary. You know, That's super dope. Interesting. Or not even a whole new director's commentary because I'm I have digital only on that movie, so I haven't heard any director's commentary. And oh, I, cool. I, I, don't I don't even know if there is one. Right. I really missed that from digital. Um, I miss director's commentary tracks because I love those. Yeah. Um, but uh, that's too bad. Anyway, uh, Stephen King's Salem's Lot to be directed by Gary Dauberman. Uh, Deadline has confirmed that Annabelle Comes Home director Gary Dauberman is also taking the reins of New Line, fe- <laughs> New Line feature adaptation of Stephen King's Salem's Lot. Dauberman was already adapting the 1975 horror novel for the big screen for producers James Wan, Roy Lee, and Mark Wolper. Uh, Salem's Lot follows a writer named Ben Mears, uh, who returns to the town of Jerusalem's Lot, or Salem's Lot for short, in Maine, where he had lived uh, from the age of five to nine, only to discover the residents are becoming vampires. Um, previous iterations, there was a 1979 miniseries and a 1987 small, small screen follow-up, I think called Return to Salem's Lot. I don't remember exactly what it was called. And there's a two-part TNT series in 2004. Um, none of them are good. Uh, oh, oh. <laughs> The the miniseries is bad, like I don't like it. I mean, maybe I mean maybe I'm just speaking out of turn here, and people love it. But I lo- I'm a big Stephen King fan, but I did not like the Salem's Lot miniseries. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I, I put I this on book. here because I wanted your opinions. Is I, is the book I, is the book any good? The book's great. I love the book. The book's a lot of fun. Um, it's 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 very silly though to a degree because it's about 
vampires taking over a small town in Maine. You know, um, I mean, for it's, what reason? Oh God, I don't remember. They just I, okay. There's an antique store, and I don't remember. There's a, there's a guy that has an antique store, and I think he accidentally makes a deal. Is it Stephen King? No, it's not Stephen King. Okay. Um, but he makes a deal with this vampire, sells him his house, blah blah blah. I, I don't, I don't, I actually don't remember why. I need to read that book again. We can read, we can read it before the movie. Absolutely. Y'all have fun with that. Yeah. Um, the New Mutants runtime reportedly revealed. Oh well, actually, go, let me go back real quick. Uh, Gary Dauberman, um, Annabelle comes home. Uh, I've only, I actually, I don't think I've seen that one. He's. It's not good. It's his only it's, movie. It's not good though. This is his second direct director uh movie where he's, he's one of james wan's like protégés, you know well okay yeah he's been a writer on annabelle annabelle creation it the nun um it chapter just sound very like I f- just i feel like it's gonna be like a pet cemetery situation you know i didn't see that new one i know Ooh, that's that's what i mean it's gonna be like it's not gonna be like the next it it's just gonna be like kind of go under the radar but it's sure. too early to say, but it doesn't sound like a premise that's that interesting to me. Yeah. Um, I, like I said, I really like the book, um, but I've never liked any of the adaptations of it because I think it's too kind of wacky to be good. Well, at least I, it's not I, a good one for them to live up to. It, well, that, that's, I think people like it, though. I'm, oh. I'm, I think I have the off opinion on that. Um, but anyway, the New Mutants runtime has reportedly been revealed. Uh, due to COVID-19 pandemic, uh, The New Mutants is once again update, uh, undated, but the runtime of the film confirms it will be the shortest X-Men movie from Fox. Quote, why is Fox in quotes from Fox to date? Uh, this is not really Fox anymore. All right. Uh, the New Mutants uh, was supposed to be released in 2018, uh, but eventually found itself pushed to April 3rd, 2020. Unfortunately, the COVID-19... Oh, wow, this was supposed to be out. We should have seen this already. Wow. Yep. too bad. Uh, unfortunately, COVID-19 pandemic has left the movie undated, and the prevailing theory is that Disney will now give uh, Fox's final X-Men movie a release on digital platforms. It's 90 minutes. Dylan still has a... He, he's got a good shot with this bet, this long-standing podcast bet. <laughs> he, well, it was over. I'm so... I'm kind of exhausted, actually. Like, I feel like the longer it goes, the more money I should get. Oh! <laughs> wow, Okay. It's like they're, it's they're, the movie's getting more like disrespected the longer it's just in limbo, you know. Yeah, I, feel I like, agree. I feel like if this was an online bet, like it'd be accumulating money right now. Uh, right now, the bet is five dollars each from Ron and myself. The New Mutants will be a on paid streaming or a Fathom event, and if it's a Fathom event, I have agreed to pay for Dylan's ticket. And this this bet was made a long time ago. I couldn't I, before we started taking notes as to when we took. If it. If it's on Hulu, I still win, right? Yeah, because as long as you, you pay for the correct, is if okay. if it drops on like I don't know, what a what Pluto or something. <laughs> uh, Pluto. Yeah, dog. I'm free streaming. Facebook. Uh, yeah. Right. Oh my god. <laughs> they release it uh, in parts, thirty minute episodes oh. on Instagram TV. Stories oh, like god. cropped tall. <laughs> what, what what are we Quibi? <laughs> oh, I need to talk about Quibi. I downloaded it. Did you watch anything? Uh no. I just turned it on just to, just to mess with it. I turned on one of the BBC news things because I didn't want to watch like a, show a ninety a day free, free trial. Yeah, oh, yeah, that's crazy. Days. And it's I already don't like that it's phones only, 
and I don't like the format thing. Like the but you can turn it to the side and it opens up. You know. I understand that, but like I feel like you probably lose. Do you not? I haven't. I didn't really do a thorough test. Do you lose some of the verticality? Because I don't know if you know, Ron. No, like, you just get a bunch on the sides. You lose a lot if you're watching it vertical. Um, vertical. You know. Because if you're watching it, you can watch a portrait or a landscape, and either way, it fills the whole screen. But if you're watching you know it in about portrait that, mode, it'll cut off the like. Do I know about how Quibi works? No. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it, if you watch it, you know, in portrait mode, you know, like this vertically, it cuts mm. off the sides of the screen. Gotcha. You know, like it's weird. But they're made to not have like important information on the sides, so that you can watch it either way. But why would they you think that's. They think that's like the future. I don't know. That's just turning your phone to the side is hard. I mean, so I'll tell you hard. what. I'll tell you what I don't like is I don't like if I'm reading something and I have to constantly flip it back and forth. I do hate that. Oh, dude, it sucks. Oh yeah, but that, okay. That's so, annoying. so Quibi, I wanted to do an episode on that, but I didn't. But it's like not good enough, and there's no no substance to it. You know, there's a couple shows, and they're all very meh. The only one I like is Punked. Ron, I wish you could With watch chance? it. With chance, chance to wrap up. The first one's Megan Megan the Stallion. Megan the, the, the Megan the Stallion. Um, no, it's and then he does little Nas X and stuff like. There's a lot. <gasps> they're, they're pretty fun. I think there's six of them. That was all like five minutes Punk, long or something. Yeah, ten up to ten. But I okay. think that's the only show on there that works for for Quibi. You know. Interesting. Yeah. They, they have also the WWE Chris, one coming out. Oh, for Quibi. Yeah, fight like a girl, where they take like a. Uh, a, a non-wrestling woman who's gone through some hard times and team her up with a WWE superstar, uh, one of the female superstars, uh, you know, to kick, kick their butt in gear and teach them how to fight like a girl and be strong and stuff. It looks all right. It could I guess. be okay. Yeah, it could be okay. But it, it's definitely just a WWE PR piece. Obviously. Yeah, but uh, I I don't think Quibi's worth it. I'm gonna try to watch a show or two, but mm. there's a Sophie Turner show, but I I only watched one. It was me. And and also it's like, I it came at a bad time because like I don't need a 10 minute streaming service right now. Like yeah, I don't, that's I don't true, need actually. I don't need bite sized streaming service. I need content. Sure. Um. Anyway, um, I thought this was actually kind of interesting. I don't know if you saw this yet, Ron. Um, I did. MLB the show to launch a league with players from all 30 teams, which is this is kind of exciting. Um, since baseball is not happening, um, using the the newly released MLB the Show 20, each team will face the other one in games set for three innings uh, in length rather than typical nine. Players will play multiple games every day or two. The eight team postseason is scheduled to begin April 30th. According to reports featuring a best of three format in the quarterfinals, blah, blah, blah. World Series uh, will be a best of five setup on May 2nd, according to Sony. That's pretty cool. Um, the, the MLB The Show League will be live streamed across various social media platforms, including MLB, MLB The Show's Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, all that stuff. MLB Network. So people oh, wow. are desperate for baseball, you know? Yep. I think this is a pretty unique solution. You know, I mean, it's better than trying to have them play during this time because I know that came out at some point. Right, having them try, try to, to do um, yeah. empty empty stadium shows or games. Mm-hmm. 
like I get like WWE and AEW have been doing empty arena shows. Um, but well, actually WWE is about to stop doing that. I don't know. Oh, for real? Well, well, they're not going to tape them. They're going to do them live. They're still going to do them empty. Um, oh. but, but that is like two or three wrestlers in the ring at one time. Right. You know, it's, it's a little different than baseball where there's, you know, a bunch of guys out there at the same time. Like is that awkward with no audience? Um, no. So it's actually, well, WWE has taken some things from w, uh, AEW's playbook. Like, I don't know, Dylan, you haven't watched really any wrestling, but Ron, you'll know, like the, the camera for wrestling. It's always, you know, that the, uh, the entrance is on the left and you're watching and you see the crowd behind the ring, right? right. AEW, when they've been moving to these empty shows, they moved the camera so that it's straight up on the, on the entrance ramp so you don't see the empty seats. And they've been putting some of the roster in the on the front row, just like to talk crap and be funny. And they have different people doing commentary to make little bits of it. WWE was showing all the empty chairs, and then they got b- bad feedback from it, so they moved. Yeah, the they were doing like a they were doing like a bit with the chairs, right? They're yes. like still like an empty crowd. Like yes, no they were cut, cut to the crowd. Yeah, and uh, it, it didn't go over very well. But um, from what I I haven't watched any of the WWE content, but. From what I've seen online, most of the uh, feedback has been negative to their empty shows. AEW has done very well with their empty shows. Um, it's, it doesn't it doesn't really detract, but you can definitely tell that they are stretching out content that wouldn't normally like this match normally would have been ten minutes, but it was fifteen. You know, sure. or this guy is going on a really long promo. He's talking a lot, way more than he would have, or stuff like that. You know, they're they're definitely stretching out their content. Um, I've noticed that a lot different on, on like, everything. Yeah. Like talk shows. I watched SNL yesterday. And oh, what's like, that like? It's like what we're doing now. It was basically like Zoom, but like skits. Wow. It was really weird and awkward. And so, there were a couple of funny ones, but I don't know. I just feel like overall things are kind of awkward without, you know, an audience interaction. But it's yeah. good that it's not really a hindrance for WWE. Yeah. I mean, they're still doing it. Um, AEW is still doing it, um, and th- what I like about AEW's thing with their with what they're doing is that this is completely murdering independent wrestling. Like, because hmm. the, the independent wrestlers they don't have contracts. They are like WWE people are getting guaranteed money. AEW people are getting guaranteed money, but the indie people are getting nothing. And they had all these shows booked. And right. If you get like very big indie guys like Joey Ryan or you know whatever any of the big American indie guys they would work 25 days a month and now they're working zero. Um, so they have no revenue coming in. So what AEW is doing is they are bringing in like a bunch of indie talent who are not going to be full-time con- contracted wrestlers, but they're having them sure. come in to be on TV to get a paycheck, you know, and lo- to lose to one of their big guys, but you know, whatever. It's like, which, which indie guy is going to lose to, uh, to uh, get beat by John Moxley this week, you know? Oh wow, that's a weird background. The one I like it. <laughs> Looks like we're chilling. Okay, but um, anyway, so I, I I do like that AEW is doing that. They're sort of looking. That was super dope. Looking after the indie community. Uh, QuakeCon 2020 has been canceled as well, which really sucks because I like QuakeCon a lot. QuakeCon is really cool. I've been. It's in Dallas. Um and or DFW. What is it? QuakeCon. Yeah, but what what's QuakeCon? Um, it's put on by um ID ID Software. Who who made Quake and Doom and Wolfenstein and you know all the all the big shooters, mm-hmm. um, and it's been it's an old con. It's been around since the nineties, 
Um, and it's always known for having a huge land party, like thousand computers, like just crazy stuff. And, um, they always debut cool stuff there. And, um, what they said here is uh, that while we don't know the state of the pandemic in August, which is when QuakeCon is, we do know it will not be possible to complete the work and planning with partners, vendors, volunteers, and others that is required to make QuakeCon a success. QuakeCon has traditionally been a celebration of um, Bethesda's id shooter properties, or well before they were owned by Bethesda. Um, the, the show usually features game reveals, demos, tournaments revolving around Quake, Doom, Wolfenstein. The studio said, we hope to work with you uh, we hope to work with you to come up with other ways to celebrate the spirit of QuakeCon this August. We look forward to the return of the amazing event next year. So that's kind of sad. Um, yep. But, uh, you know, it, everything, right? Um, 2020 Hugo Awards um, have been a- announced. Um, the Hugo Awards are um, the longest-running fan-voted awards in the genres of science fiction and fantasy, um, starting back uh, from 1953. So it's been around for uh, quite a little while. Um, like it, it encompasses everything. So they have novels and short stories and that they have, they have comics. So the best graphic novels or comics that are nominated are die volume one, um, LaGuardia, which I haven't read monstrous volume four moon cakes, paper girls, volume six and the wicked and divine volume nine are, are all nominated for comics. And then they have uh, movies, dramatic presentation, long form, which is uh, Endgame, captain Marvel, good omens, Russian Doll season one, Rise of Skywalker, and Us. So hmm. interesting, and it's a it's all fan vote. So normally they would they would uh, debut the winners at Worldcon, but uh, that's not going to happen anymore. So I don't know what they're going to do now. Um, getting to this news, where we've got a couple more horror hit. The Others is going to get a remake, apparently. Um, According to Deadline, Los Angeles production company uh, Sentient Entertainment has won the rights to mount a new version of the film, which will mark the 20th anniversary next year. Uh, that's crazy to me because I remember seeing this in theaters. Um, I am honored to be able to work with my favorite horror director, says the producer. Uh, I'm sorry, uh, to be able to work on my favorite horror film, uh, The Others, and be able to uh, bring this reimagining to the screen for new audiences. It's almost eerie and uncanny. How timely these times are! Uh, how timely these themes are today: self-isolation, paranoia, and fear, and of course, the intense desire to protect our children from ourselves and from harm. Um, we look forward to the unraveling the layers behind the lead character Grace, whose pain and demons draws viewers into a truly compassionate journey. You guys like the others? I do. Yeah, I do too. I do too. Yeah, so I'm okay with that. It's a little soon, but it is a little bit. But I mean. For like a complete remake, but I'm down. Yeah, I'm okay with it. Um, then we have one more bit of horror remake news. Um, the Night of the Hunter, which I'm sure neither of you have seen, uh, mm. uh, remake is in the works at Universal. It is a uh, Charles Lawton's sole directorial effort from 1955. It's a suspense movie. Um, the Night of the Hunter is getting a modern remake from Universal Pictures, according to Variety. Amy Pascal's uh, Universal Pictures-based banner Pascal Pictures will produce along with Peter Gethers. Uh, the screenplay will be written by Matt Orton, best known, best known for the Nazi hunter film uh, Operation Finale. Uh, and this is based on a, you, you, you might know this because it's sort of where the love-hate knuckle tattoos sort of like became a, a big pop culture thing because it was in this. Um, the original film is iconic and Robert Mitchum's portrayal of the newly released prison convict Harry Powell is one of the greatest villains of the silver screen. 
this is the film introduced uh, the hand tattoos love and hate and the biblical battle fought just below the knuckles uh it mm. is the story of good and evil that goes back to when cain struck the blow that laid his brother low the inked fingers had veins that run straight to the soul of man so it's a very it's about a con man like working his way into the life of like uh, this widowed priest preacher's wife because he's trying to get the inheritance and blah 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 it's, it's it's really good it's a classic black and white suspense movie um very good but cool. so I'm, that I'm one's here. not too soon no yeah right it's uh, came Perfect. out in 1953 fine find a remake but anyway let's get on to mortal Kombat while we're already like well over time um so we just we literally just all watched this mm-hmm, together yeah. um who, what studio Bro, this McHale. yes it was Slurs. uh mortal Kombat, uh scorpion's revenge animated yeah. film um who put this out dylan do you know warner brothers Maybe. warner yeah. brothers oh yeah duh they had the title card um scorpion was played by patrick Sates, Sites. Um, Johnny Cage was Joel McHale. Uh, Sonya Blade was Jennifer Carpenter, who I know from Dexter. And oh, is that? I know who it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, she plays Deb. Yeah, you're watching Dexter. Yep. You're watching it now. Um, yep. <laughs> and then Quan Chi was Darren DePaul. I don't know who that is. Um, among many others, but yes, no among, names among that I recognize. Uh, the only name I know is Joel McHale and Jennifer Carpenter. Everybody mm-hmm. else, same. Like, um, same with the director. Ethan Spaulding of Avatar, Thundercats, and DC movies. Writer, he Jeremy did like Adams. Justice League, Throne of Atlantis, and you know a lot of those like oh, direct-to-video okay. sure. animated movies. Uh, and Ed Boon gets a writing credit. Uh, um, well, uh, Jeremy Adams has the main writing credit, but Ed Boon has a uh, writing credit, and he's been writing the Mortal Kombat game since '92. Um, so, what was you? What was y'all's expectations going into this movie? Are, you're all Mortal Kombat fans. <laughs> 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 I was not excited to watch this. Surprising, yeah. uh, <laughs> but I do. I do like Mortal Kombat to a degree. I play the games every once in a while. I don't think I played the new one. Yeah, I definitely didn't play the new one. But I, uh, I haven't bought one in years. Oh, I haven't bought one in. Oh, I think the two days. No, dog. I think the last one I owned was three. Was wow. on the Super Nintendo. Oh, word. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Yeah. I, pl- so I mean, I played. I played a lot of it, but they're very different now. Oh, I know. Well, well, I've I've played them. I worked at GameStop for ten years. I've played these. I didn't just never own. I just never owned. Yeah, I played them. Um, I don't. I have zero love for Mortal Kombat. I mean, I I have nostalgia for enjoying it when I was a kid. Mm -hmm. But I I a I'm terrible at fighting games. Me too. And B, I just I I don't care about adaptations of fighting games like Street Fighter gets this stuff. (laughs) You know, Mortal Kombat like. I know some people say that they like the story in these things, but like, come on. Um, but they, there's, hey, there's, the there's real story course. now. I'm sure there is. The story like, in the Super Nintendo is a single player campaign right. game. You know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What about you, Dylan? Did you were you ever a fan of this? No. Um, so I've only played slash watched, you know, uh, Mortal Kombat ten. Do you, do you verbalize it ten or X ten? Okay. Um, yeah, that one. Um, I don't like it when people say X. It bothers me. I, I I thought maybe they would try and be cool and like say it's X. You know, that's why we're right. in the store. If anyone would do it, it would be them. Um, I, I, no, p- customers definitely do it. Like people would come in and ask for Final <laughs> Fantasy X, Mortal Kombat X, and like, no, it's ten. Sorry. Ooh. Final Fantasy X IV. I mean, um, I, I 
Grand Theft Auto YV. I've had I've had that. Oh no. <laughs> Get out of here. The answer is no. If uh. if you call it that, then I'm just gonna tell you no, homie. It's not worth a sale. Yeah, no. Um. So anyway, no, but I I really enjoyed watching it the uh, the video game. You know, I thought it was interesting and. Okay. Um, it was that one was all over the place. It was a weird one to dive into because it was like multi-dimensional stuff and like resetting the timeline. It was like a rebirth, and it's hyper violent. Oh, They've gotten yeah. even more violent as well. Like the games, like they had, they added the X-ray stuff where like you see the fatalities, they're ripping spines out, and it's most, I guess spoilers for Mortal Kombat, Scorpion's Revenge, if anybody cares. Um, so we watched this movie all together, uh, streamed it together, mm-hmm. synced it up, did the whole thing. First time I've ever done that. On a, compu- on a computer. That's because on Xbox 360, we've talked about this before. Oh, well, movie, sure. Movie yep. parties. I yep. used to do that all the time. Why don't they bring that back? I know. Dude, they need to, dude. That'd be awesome. There's, I think there was some like copyright reason or there was some problem with why they had to ditch it from the Netflix app on 360. Uh, because it was not, it was never on the PS3 uh, or the Wii, but the Wii didn't. That doesn't count. Mm. But I don't know. I, they need to put that out there. I mean, there's so many third-party ways to do it. It's just asking for, can we get something official, please? You know, just I know. make this work. Michael and I tried, like, several of them. Oh, man. Recently, trying to get this up, up and running, but it's a, it's a struggle. Everything's down. Everything, like, all the servers are overloaded right now, you know? Right. Everything's exactly. a little glitchy because nothing's official. Right. Unless you're using all paid... You know, like if we're all like on Netflix or something, that's that's different. Sure. But even mm-hmm. Netflix is throttling quality in some markets. I don't think they're doing yeah. that here yet, are they? Um, I, I haven't Can- noticed them. Doing I know that in here. Canada they're defaulting everybody to 480. Uh, you can go and switch it to something else. Right. But they are defaulting you to 480. YouTube's yeah, going. YouTube YouTube's doing 720 now, and you can you can up it if you want. I think I noticed that. I think Dylan and I care. But I think like the population at large wouldn't even notice. Oh yeah, no, not at all. Like I definitely care too, but like most people would not care. No. Right. Yeah, I didn't know if you care about like this isn't 1080p. I can't watch this. Oh yeah, no, it's 720 is like high garbage. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, they're doing 480 in Canada, and that's wild. Like yeah, that's yeah. But, I can imagine. Anyway, so I so we did this, um, and it had. Text chat, no voice chat. I thought that worked out pretty well. Better than having the voice chat, I think. Agreed? Yeah. Or do you think it would have um, been better with voice chat? I think with a movie like this, you could go either way. Because sure, oh, you're sure. not really going to well, miss anything if you talk over it, you know? Yeah. But the text, but the text definitely worked out well, I thought. Yeah, I liked it. Um, anyway, let's get about the actual movie. Uh, what do you think about the animation and art style? Nope. Yeah, no. That was pretty ugly. <laughs> no. I didn't like it. The character designs were pretty ugly, but I thought the animation was like, Fine, you know, pretty fluid and like it was like what you'd expect from a DC direct home movie, you know. Yeah, fair enough. But I that... didn't really, I didn't really like the character designs. They were very like blocky and, and very blocky. Like the shading was very. It was just like I guess black the fatality shading. looked fine. I guess. Yeah, the action but, was uh... cool and the fatalities were fine, but like. I don't know. It's hard to get past character designs, you know? Yeah, yeah no, because that's the main thing you're looking at. Um, what about the uh, the plot and the pacing? What? and There was, was a plot? plot? 
<laughs> I mean, apparently. I mean, the plot is the plot is the, the, plot is the basic Mortal Kombat plot. It's a uh, you know, well, there's two plots. It's a uh, there's a Scorpion go- trying to go kill Sub Zero because Sub Zero killed his kid, uh, and then uh, surprise, so I really, it's not Sub Zero. It's Quang Chi. I really didn't know any of this. Did you know all everything that was going to happen, Michael? Kind of. Uh, no, no, I didn't know that that it wasn't Sub Zero that did it. I don't. I don't know. Um, okay, but I mean, but the, but the I other... know this has all been told before in right. previous games and stuff. But the, like I said, the one I watched was like way late and it didn't deal with any of this. So I was this was sure. my first time experiencing this, and you know, even, origin the 19, story. The 1995 movie, the live action movie, um, it told the similar story, not of Scorpion and them, but of Johnny Cage, Sonya Blade, Liu Kang, uh, and I don't remember who else. I've already forgotten. But sort of getting taken, them, going yeah, meeting for the first time, doing the yeah. whole thing, and then going to the tournament, you know, fighting Shang Tsung. Is that any good? Raiden. No, no. Oh, okay. Some people would disagree with you. Some people will disagree with me, but they're wrong. It's hey, bad. Like it is what it is, man. It's. I mean, I mean, you can enjoy it. I'm not saying you can't enjoy it, but like, it's it's pretty bad. Annihilation is also pretty terrible. The sequel, but I loved I loved Annihilation when I was a kid. I remember when that came out, and I loved it. Mortal Kombat has a forty-seven percent. The uh, anime, the live-action one, the nineteen ninety-five one. Okay, well, and it's kind of fifty-eight, fifty-eight from audience. Okay, what about uh, what about this one? Is it out there yet? Have, does it have reviews? Um, I'll check. Okay, because I don't know. Like the, the the plot is the plot of beginning Mortal Kombat, right? It is telling you what the Mortal Kombat tournament is, kind of, um, and then a bunch of fighting, blood and guts. Yeah, um, the writing was. It, you can you can look at it two ways. The writing was either really hokey and funny, or it was just cringy and bad. It's one of the two. I'm not sure if it was if it knew what it was doing and it was being tongue in cheek, or if it was just terrible. I'm not. I'm sure. convinced they knew what they were doing. You think so? I had to. It's, it's both. There were a lot of like self aware jokes. I would think either that or they're like really dumb, and I'm going to choose to give them the benefit of the doubt. You know? Sure. You might be right, but I'm. That's really disappointing if you are. Uh, if, yeah. If 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 you're looking at it from the lens of they knew what they were doing, it's pretty funny. But if it's if it's genuine effort, is pretty. It's it's as cringe topia as it gets. I was. It was pretty jarring. You know, the it was really cringy and like of the times. You know, like feel like it didn't change anything from ninety five. Yeah, which like, yeah. I think people. <laughs> Some like diehard fans might enjoy, you know, but for yeah, me, for someone want. who's who's never experienced that, it was really, uh, really jarring. But I thought I got used to it after, like, once they actually got into the the tournament, I guess you call it. Right. Um, I was like, oh, I see what they're doing. It was like twenty minutes into the movie, but yeah, I thought it was just way too fast paced. Yeah, it was like this could have been a series. There was no room to breathe. The, no, it was just like reveal after reveal and just like a fight. The fights were like a minute long each, you know? Right. The, and the reveals mean nothing because it's like you just had a reveal 30 seconds ago. Like make this an anime. I want a 20 episode fight. No. 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 <laughs> I'm kidding. This I don't want it like that. <laughs> but like at least maybe half an episode or like, you know, I feel like it could have been stretched out into like a 12 episode animated sure. series or something like that. I think it would have. Well, what about the action? Way better, because we got a lot of action. It was super violent, oh, ultra yeah. violent. I wasn't expecting that. <laughs> Me neither. Was y'all not? Are y'all for real? 
I yeah. mean, I knew it would be, but well, I mean, I was hoping it to be violent. But like, keep in mind, the only Mortal Kombat I've seen, other than the video games, is the the live action movie, which is PG thirteen. So sure. you get to do stuff different with animation, you know? You That's true. Super gruesome, like the like the games. That's it true. is like, man, it is. They're like grotesque intestines and like eyeballs popping out. And this is the video game that Joe Biden talks about when he's like, <laughs> yeah, cancel yes. them, you know. I mean, yeah. I mean, if if you're looking at the wrong screenshots from this, you know, if your mom or watched, any, you know, this is definitely a movie. Like, if you're a child and you get caught watching it, you're gonna get in trouble. Oh yeah, yeah. But you that. can be like, it's a cartoon, mom. You know, and she's like, oh, okay, that's fine. I feel like you could sneak it in. Maybe you just gotta make sure you don't. They don't come into the part where they're like vivisecting the heads, <laughs> popping out. Or one of the many, the many f bombs. Yes. <laughs> um, so, do you want a sequel? Would you want? So I'm, they they wrap up they wrap up story uh, Scorpion's arc, and they reveal Shao Kahn. He's uh, gonna come and he's gonna you know. Don't know who that is. He's the big bad dude. Who is he like? He a dude. Thanos? Yeah, kind of. No. Yeah, kind of. I mean, well, he was I mean, like, not is he like Thanos, but is he like the Thanos of Mortal Kombat? Oh, sure. Yeah. 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 He's sort of, it's, yeah, it's him and like his girlfriend, Sindel, uh, who's super cool. They, oh, she's like, she's in the DLC pack for the new game. Is she? Uh-huh. With, with a long along with screams and stuff. Along with Joker and the Terminator what? and Spawn. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. Is the Batman who laughs Joker though? Oh no, it's regular Joker. There's both. There's both. There's both. This is skin. Okay. This is Batman okay. That's skin. what I thought. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But to answer your question, I would maybe watch Not. a sequel. Oh no, I think I would. I had a, I had a good enough time. I mean, I would never have watched this on my own if it was not for the podcast. <laughs> oh yeah, of course. Never. <laughs> but the things I do for love, right? This I feel um, like this would have been a good. Like AMC A list theater watch. Absolutely. No. This was, this With was a never group? Gonna, yeah. Yes. If you get the whole squad, I, I would have really enjoyed that. Yeah. You'll, you'll go see cats more than once, but you you don't you want to see. When you went to show dogs once, I will see show dogs once, but not Mortal <laughs> Kombat. No, zero times. Well, what about the live action movie that's coming out? Oh, next well, year I actually have to go watch that, but. Well, I mean, we might not. It will be. Might not be on I'm sorry to be on the list. It might not. If all <gasps> this, if all this stuff is getting pushed back to next year, then oh, you're right. Maybe. might have to get bumped. Bro, we just got to make a super long list. But now it's on brand. Movie we reviewed this, right? Yeah, that's right. We've already set a precedent. So let me see. When does that come out? It comes out. I remember thinking it was weird because it comes out a few months before Shang Chi, which is also like a tournament movie. Oh, is it? Okay. Um, yeah, it's going to be interesting. But there's not any. Like big stars in the live action one. I'm huh. not sure. Hmm. I really don't know really? what to expect from it. <laughs> they really couldn't get any names for Mortal Kombat. Let's get a name for anything if you if you put enough money into it. That is fair That's enough. True. Um, I don't know, man. I do. I want the live action movie to be similar to this. I would love it if the live action movie was NC seventeen. Just you know, full Bro, out. Let's go for real though. Just disgusting. Like saw levels of gore, but oh God, <laughs> I, I want to be uncomfortable watching this movie in the theater. Go, oh my God! I, I, I know I said I wanted this, but I don't want this. Like, did somebody actually die? Yeah, right. 
Yeah, I want it to be like Cannibal Holocaust. Uh, uh, I don't know if you know that the 70s horror movie Cannibal Holocaust was so realistically shot that the filmmaker was sued um, for filming murders and had to go and was go was on trial and had to go verify that these are the actors that he killed oh, wow. on screen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, you get, you get one of those I'm with you, though. for this. I hope I hope it's as graphic as it like just a live action. Yeah, like ripping out intestines and. I think it'll be funnier when X-rays, because the games the games are like it too, and so is this. Like people get really like deathly injuries, like their whole rib cage will shatter, and they're just right did nothing. Yeah, <laughs> they're just like still walking other? around. Like I think that'd be even funnier in live action. <laughs> rip their rip their arms off, and then it becomes like, a yeah. python, right? Like rip their intestines out and choke them with it, but they're like still walking around. You know, I'd be fine with that. I'm okay with that. Yeah. Well, then it just borders on becoming Monty Python, uh, you know, the Kurt, the the Black Knight. Yeah, exactly. I'm good with that. Oh man, I'd, I'd be okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm here for it. Let's do it. So, if that doesn't happen, I'm gonna be pissed. R rating at least. I mean, I'm not expecting higher than that. Oh, it comes out in January. No, it doesn't. Oh, no, it doesn't. <laughs> January fifteenth, twenty twenty one. Nah, for him. That movie's that movie's halted. I'm excited, so that, that somehow makes me more excited for it. Because they have to get it out by that time. Because yeah, they can't release this movie in the summer. No, no. sir. They're gonna go against Marvel. I wouldn't even bank on January with everything moving now. You know, like it might be forced to move, but it'll be January 2022. Ugh. But anyway, it's already filmed. I think it's done. Oh well, then maybe we will get it in January. Ugh. Is it is it uncouth? for studios to ask other movies to move like hey fam it's like hey look you got mortal Kombat. can you move so we can put you know avengers out or, or whatever it is you know some i think there's like an unspoken rule where like whoever chooses the date first like you don't step on it you know because it's bad yeah. for both of you if you're like right before it or right after it mm-hmm. so if they keep that date i don't think something like it'd be like a well it's not a desirable yeah, date. who cares though well, dates are getting like you, more people are gonna have to be less picky, you know, with with next year because everything's gonna be packed. Like you don't, would you either have thirty movies in the summer, or you have some in like February and January? You know, right. like is it better to release like, for example, Mulan like a week after Black Widow, or is it better to put it in January? You know, sure. I think Maybe. we might see some actual good ones. I'm not sure if that rule is gonna apply next year. Yeah, next year is going to be a mess. I mean, we have, but we have to wait and see. I'm kind of but excited. I, that's that's going to do it for us. Uh, we really appreciate y'all tuning in. Uh, well, you know what? Actually, before we go, would you recommend anybody watch this movie? Is it worth a rent? No. A digital rent? Not, I would. not at all. Dylan the potato. I would recommend it. Dylan the potato would recommend it. I would recommend a rent if you have like a group of homies and they all kick in. Like one person brings pizza, one person brings, you know, mm-hmm. you watch this and then you go do your own little tournament. Y'all have better stuff to do. You're 100%. No, we don't. Right. Not now. Well, yeah, you're go actually, learn, yeah. Go learn Spanish. <laughs> learn how to play an instrument. Okay, Mr. Use Apex. Hey, whoa. Go learn how to play Apex. <laughs> you, Ron's going to turn pro Apex. I'm already pro Apex. That's uh-huh. productive. I'm getting paid to play Apex. Are you? I mean, hey Ninja. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, Ron's Ron's coming for Ninja's title. <laughs> anyway, that's gonna do it for us. We really appreciate uh, y'all downloading us. Later, guys. It's Ron. 
This is Dylan. And I'm Michael. We'll see you next time.